if you are located outside of the European Union, the United Kingdom and or Switzerland, then you need an authorized representative. So I have a good news, you have found it with Easy Medical Device. And if you are also in need of an importer in Europe and in Switzerland, then contact us definitely at info at easymedicaldevice.com. I-N-F-O at easymedicaldevice.com and I'm sure we can help you. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy Podcast. I am Munir Alazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standards today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Lazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today, I will show you the interviews that I have made when I was at the Afri Summit in Egypt. So it was really a great event. Uh, I, it was the first time also for me to visit Egypt and it was really great. Yeah, the traffic is really horrible, but to be honest, the people there are really managing <laughs> how to drive a car and everything. So it was really good. And the food was also excellent there. So um, today, I wanted to introduce you with three interviews that we have made and next week we'll have also additional interviews. Uh, so the three interviews are with uh, the Moroccan authorities, the DMP with uh, Morad Adjan. Uh, then we have uh, Mekomed uh, with Rana Shalhoub. And then we have uh, Pierre Consultancy with Dr. Uh, Mona Al-Moussali who has organized this event. So it's um, Dr. Mona Al-Moussali who has Uh, made uh, everything happening there with the Afri Summit. So um, let's start with the interview with uh, uh, Morad Adjan from uh, the Morocco DMP. Hi everyone, so thanks again for being with us. So I'm here with uh, Mr. Uh, Morad Hajan from uh, the DMP in Morocco, so the agency in Morocco for uh, medical devices. I mean, drug and medical devices, I think it's not only medical devices, both drug and medical devices. And the idea is to understand what is the situation here uh, related to the Moroccan um, yeah, for medical devices because we are here at the Afri Summit and we have nearly all the countries I think that came. I think Tanzania is doing yeah, their, their presentation the now. Uh, so yeah, we have all the countries that are coming to present how they are uh, considering medical devices in the region and I just wanted to get the feedback from uh, for Morocco. And can you make a small introduction of yourself and yeah, of course. the people? Of course. Uh, Morad Ejan, Head of Medical Device Unit, uh, DMP Morocco. Uh, I've joined the DMP since uh, 2013. And I've worked in uh, different fields, uh, especially in medical device fields. And I've been the head of medical device unit uh, for the last uh, three years. Okay, great. And uh, so DMP is the agency for medical devices. It's been there, if I can say, for many years. We talked now during your presentation of moving also making some changes to the to the dmp to go to an agency model so what what is this the this move here exactly, exactly. so the current situation is that uh, it's the directory of medicine and uh, pharmacy it will be uh, there will be a transition to an agency agency of uh, of uh, medicine and health products and that will, uh, of course, uh, help with the financial independence, with uh, uh, bringing a lot of uh, expertise into the agency to uh, follow up with uh, the advancements in the medical device field and, of course, to uh, help uh, bring more quality 
and secure medical device into our country. I heard also about the word digitalization. Is it also the the, yes. the objective to digitalize? Because I hear also about Morocco that now there is a bigger focus on medical devices uh, that happened apparently after COVID. So was it really the strategy of Morocco now after COVID to make like a uh, a summary of the situation say oh guys we are not really ready here if there is another pandemic so let's maybe invest on this uh, of course during the pandemic uh, the pandemic had a big impact on uh, on uh, the medical device field around the world and of course uh, also on uh, on morocco uh, there was always there was always uh, 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 a medical device uh, active medical device uh, uh, in, in Morocco, an active, uh, it's an active sector, yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course in uh, 2020 there was this major event that impacted the product lines, the logistics of it, so uh, uh, of course we adapted quickly and we made some changes in how we process things, so first of all there was a change uh, into going from physical documents to uh, digital documents. Yeah. Now we have an online system of submission, approval, etc. that we're always improving on to help uh, the stakeholders and of course to help the final user uh, of, uh, of the medical device and to keep up with the, with the, with the advancements in the medical device field to bring uh, as much uh, health, as much quality and safe products into uh, Morocco. Okay, and uh, in terms now of manufacturing, I think one of the consequences also of the COVID was the fact that we, there was not enough manufacturing uh, in the country, so you, you are dependent from other countries. So now, is there a progress also on that? Uh, I think I can say no country can make their all of their own products exactly. uh, in, in domestically. So you're always going to need raw materials from somewhere. You're always going to need some medical device from somewhere. But uh, we're trying to, to make uh, Morocco as independent as possible. So we're encouraging local manufacturing. We're encouraging uh, uh, companies who make their establishments here in, uh, in Morocco to, 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 to to deposit their files, we accompany them. We, we, we make some uh, some technical uh, technical uh, meetings with them, uh, help in the regulatory uh, aspects of it, help in the uh, norms, etc. So they can bring this this uh, more value to, of course, to the medical device uh, and local manufacturing. Okay, great. And is there on your plan? also to make it because digitalization will help to make it even easier for companies to register for companies to do that so is there like a, a progress that will be also done that way there's always a progress and that's the beauty of it you're always trying to push it to the next level you're always trying to to make it better and uh, during uh, i would call it stress time yeah during covid it was a great opportunity to see the problems and develop solutions yeah. as fast as possible. Agreed. So now that it's a bit more relaxed, we can of course uh, project uh, more into the future and develop more ways to help uh, companies to set up their businesses here in Morocco and to register 
products even easily and of course uh, uh, there is a law uh, on uh, Simpli simplification on uh, administrative uh, procedure, yeah. simplification of the procedure administrative. So this law uh, will help, of course, uh, our administration to accept uh, uh, files that are either digitally designed instead of physical form, etc. So yeah, there so is a progress in this one. You saw that I have made this presentation on UMDR where we move from simplicity or something more simple to something that starts to be more complex. So the administration is really something that can block some countries also to, I mean, some manufacturers to come to the country or to register their product. Uh, for example, in Europe, we have more companies that are now trying to go to the US because it's simpler than to go to Europe. So do you think that by reducing those administrative burden, this will really encourage people to then uh, really come, come to the country or come back to the country? Yeah. I mean, for manufacturers and uh, even distributor, the cost of doing business is uh, is uh, one of the uh, one of the greater greater things that they must uh, take into account. And of course, uh, bureaucracy is one of them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our objective is to get medical device, safe medical device, mm -hmm. medical device yeah. of quality. Yeah to the to the uh, to the to Morocco and uh, whether it's local manufacturing or imports it needs to be uh, easy a smooth transition and a smooth uh, approval for uh, for uh, for of course for uh, for the products uh, your presentation was uh, was about uh, EU MDR and its impacts it's true it's 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 getting more and more complicated but of course it's due to the fact that the medical device itself and the medical device sector is complicated exactly. and is growing so they need to try to englobe all uh, aspects and all all types of medical device all classes or risk classes all kind of risks so that's that's uh, that's uh, that's why it's getting it's getting uh, complicated so as you as you are also f seeing maybe the pharma side in morocco so it does it does it do you see that medical devices are really more complicated than pharma, or you see that? Uh... Uh, actually, I can say that uh, that uh, the medical device uh, uh, sector is uh, it covers a lot more ground, yeah. a lot more ground than pharma. Why? There's more than ten thousand categories of medical. Devices. Yeah, agree. I don't think there is. <laughs> I think there is six or seven, maybe on pharma. So like uh, dry, dry powders or dry, uh, dry pills or whatever, etc. Uh, gels or whatever, but uh, or injection. But it's not like that much. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's it's very old. Uh, the pharma. I'm talking about the pharma sector. It's very old. I mean, it's well established. The rules are there. It's very clear. Uh, molecules are are very well uh, defined. But in medical device, every year you see new developments. You see, uh, like you mentioned, uh, new technology. Uh, so you need to keep up, whether it's uh, in uh, law by law. So you need to put some regulation to regulate it exactly or uh, by practice so you 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 need some uh, more uh, formation yeah more, so uh, training, training to, to, to keep up with it uh, and of course I, I, I do believe that the medical device field is maybe even more complicated than and as you say, new technologies, we are starting now to see software, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity issues or risks. So um, 
in Morocco, is there a specific focus on that, or it's uh, I mean, in terms of focus, I mean training also and understanding uh, of that, or it's really considered as any other medical devices, and you are really looking at that as a, a uh, medical device, normal one. Of course, in in uh, the directorate, we receive uh, files for uh, registration mm -hmm. uh, from uh, local representative uh, of uh, of uh, manufacturer, or there is local manufacturing. In both cases. Uh, the need comes from uh, the patient yeah. or the healthcare professional. Exactly. So, uh, in the field of technology, AI, uh, cybersecurity, we do see that more and more, uh, we see more use of AI in the medical device field. So, whether it's for detection of cancer yeah. in uh, uh, software or on imaging software. Exactly or whether it's uh, to detect if you have a diabetic uh, person based on uh, some calculator or some of the things that exactly yeah so you 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 calculate based on on the data on on the database so you have a huge data and you use it to make prediction exactly of course those prediction can be true or can make some false yeah, positive yeah. of course uh, this will affect the diagnostic yeah we don't need we, we need to eliminate as much as false positive as, as, as possible so uh, the AI in the healthcare or in the health uh, system or especially in medical device is uh, is, uh, is, uh, is new yeah even if the AI is not a new uh, new technology AI in uh, in medical devices is still new uh, but it's uh, it's there. Exactly. We do get some uh, some requests in this uh, in this sense, and uh, and it does have its own, I would say, uh, uh, applied norms that are well established, and uh, more and more norms are published uh, every day, and we can also link AI to cybersecurity since since you're using AI, you're. Uh, you also there are some threats also, so possibility of people coming to that, modifying the software and then modifying the prediction. Well, modifying software, modifying the data, extracting the data, so each patient's data, so it needs to be protected. And of course, we we have in Morocco uh, CNDP, which is the uh, Comité National de Protection de Data Personnel. Yeah, so like uh, uh, GDPR for Europe. Exactly. exactly. GDPI or HIPAA for yeah, US. For US, exactly. So the, you need to protect the data. Uh, you need to make sure that, uh, that risk is minimized yeah. uh, as much as possible. So you can implement those uh, technology into your medical device. Uh, so it's good to, to hear that, yeah, you take that into consideration. You are also training your team and learning about that. And uh, in terms of now the... So the registration of products in Morocco, it's mainly CE marking is really a big, has really a big impact also. So you are recognizing CE marking for Morocco. So does the UMDR context now with those extension changes, etc., is this really having, I mean, is your team like having some problems with that or problem like what we talked about, the expiration of certificate or document that maybe are not matching really what we what they are receiving? Mm -hmm. Following the EUMDR uh, uh, amendment yeah. that, uh, that we've seen uh, recently, normally with every expired CE, mm -hmm. 
if you get uh, an extension letter, a written agreement with your notified body, uh, your CE is uh, automatically extended to a certain point based on uh, which uh, risk class uh, you have on your product. So we do accept it. We do accept expired plus the written agreement. Okay. So uh, the product, first of all, uh, is available. We can just cut off all uh, all products from uh, from uh, the market. Uh, so yeah, it is accepted. The extension is, uh, is and taken. Was there any changes, big changes that you had to do within your organization due to those decisions made in Europe? Uh, the changes wasn't on our end, but uh, actually it was on the distributor end. Okay. They had to request those files. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, so it's more they have the higher uh, workload because exactly. they, if they don't get these files, they cannot register exactly. the product. Okay. Because you can't put a, an expired CE and uh, without for. without that. So so if they don't get that, they cannot sell also. If I guess. <laughs> okay, great. So it's good to transfer that to those things. Great, great. So thank you, You're and uh, it was really pleasure to have you here. Pleasure. I mean, uh, I'm uh, also uh, a Moroccan myself, so it was really great also to see somebody from Morocco here. And uh, yeah, I think, I hope this will be really helping the community to understand also what's happening in Morocco. And that mainly that as you are focusing on medical devices also, this can attract also more industry, more people also in the region and helping the region to grow. I'm hoping maybe it will be the Silicon Valley of uh, sure medical devices. <laughs> exactly, great. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, I hope you liked the interview. As you see, Morocco is really trying to um, to make some progress here with also digitalization. They want also to move to an agency, so there are a lot of things that are ongoing there. Okay, next is uh, Rana Shalhoub from Mecomed. So Mecomed is the same organization as, is the equivalent organization as MedTech Europe in Europe, but for Middle East and Africa. So let's hear what Rana Shalhoub has to say. Hi everyone, so we have a new person that we are interviewing today, uh, which, is, uh, which is Rana Shaloub, uh, which is the Regulatory Affairs Director at Mecomed, uh, located in Dubai. So Rana, welcome and thank you for accepting the interview. Hi Munir, it's great to see you again here. Great. And uh, yeah, the idea of today is, as we said, we are, we are here at the AFRI Summit. It's a big conference for African countries, Middle East African countries. So mainly um, the first maybe question that I want to ask you is also about this summit. So is, is it really an important, important for countries like Africa, Middle East to meet here and to discuss and to exchange information here? Yeah, uh, I believe it's it's a great platform, Munir, yeah. and this type of events is really great for all stakeholders to be united on the same platform to discuss best practice, to discuss how they can leverage the international expertise into their local setup. And seeing all these regulators from Africa here engaging with the industry, with the association, because at the end of the day, we are sharing the same objective, which is safe and effective medical technology to the, to the patient. And personally, I'm very keen on seeing how really good regulatory practice could be implemented as a way to enable the market access for this medical technology. So it gives me great pleasure to be here. It's perfectly aligned with what we work on and what we look for as Mecomed in terms of safety and efficacy of MedTech. Exactly. And we have seen a lot of countries, as I said, coming with their regulations, with telling what is the progress, what they are doing. And we see really a lot of progress and a lot of people that are really uh, listening to what the others are doing and learning maybe and implementing so it's really also a good synergy exactly. here. 
Yeah, exactly. We are seeing uh, this uh, really sharing best practice, as I mentioned, and then learning from, let's say, lessons learned, especially from the previous experiences and uh, the, the, other, the other countries, especially when we talk as well about reliance. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's very important as a form of cooperation between the different regulatory authorities, because we are living in a global work, uh, in a global world. So engaging more and more with others, I believe it's uh, mutually beneficial for all parties. So here, Africa is uh, so we have Middle East, we have Africa. So Mekomed, you are really in charge of all this region? Yeah, yeah Middle East and Africa. And as you, you have seen, it's really a very dynamic region. We have always emerging regulations yeah. coming. So it's very important to, that we are all together on the, same, on the same front, looking into the same direction and working hand in hand. Great. And during the different conferences that we have seen today, so or yeah, mainly uh, until now, so was there some kind of surprises or things that were like, uh, or a moment to say, oh yes, it's true. I mean, you see, like it's a common thing for every country. Like, yeah, yeah maybe something that countries have to work on. Uh, actually, I'm happy to see more, more and more reliance being yeah. put high on the agenda. We have seen many questions from the audience uh, asking how we can implement really reliance as a way of regulating. What is reliance? Reliance is the form of, um, let's say, leveraging the conformity assessment that is performed by another country okay. and having this implemented into the local regulation, knowing that the relying authority will always preserve its independence in the decision making. So it's, let's say, the ultimate form of regulatory cooperation between the different regulatory agencies so we are seeing this more and more being looked at either on the international level the latest at IMDRF in yeah. Berlin but also here on the continental level in Africa so we're happy to see more and more reliance regulatory conversions moving forward great and uh, mainly uh, as we said we have people from a lot of countries so is there another kind of conference where you are meeting all those people or it's really only this one for the moment? Uh, for now, for the, especially for this year, I believe this was a great opportunity. We have as well the opportunity of meeting these regulators in, in international forums, as I mentioned, whether IMDRF, GHWP, yeah, AMDF. Yeah. So um, we are seeing uh, these regulation, uh, regulators engaging more and more internationally and uh, we are meeting them in several forums. Great. Um, so in terms of uh, the countries here in Middle East and Africa. We have uh, Europe that is now moving with UMDR, IVDR. We have US also creating a lot of new things. So how we are seeing the progress of uh, Africa, Middle East to raise the bar and to be a, 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 maybe at the level, I don't know if it's, there is a level, if I can say to, to reach, but is there like uh, an agenda or we see really a progress on this direction? Uh, we definitely see a lot of progress here in the region. Like if you look back seven to eight years ago, yeah. uh, you, many, many of the countries were in mostly, let's say, uh, importation requirements rather than full registration process. Now we're seeing more and more countries implementing the, the, let's say, the import controls, moving to registration process from basic level to expanded level of controls. Even we're seeing more and more focus on the post-market surveillance side, on traceability. So definitely we're seeing a lot of uh, change and development uh, looking back let's say five to seven years ago and uh, versus now okay and uh, at this conference there, there was also uh, during my session also Dario from MedTech Europe so yeah. is it also important that MedTech Europe is coming here to explain or to the situation in Europe for African countries and indigenous countries yes uh, regarding the especially the latest EU amendment I believe it's important to hear the European perspective on okay. this amendment and it's also important for Europe to hear what is the international impact that this amendment exactly. is having on the international markets so this uh, let's say uh, mutual sharing of, of experience is really important and valuable for both ends. Okay, and 
And Mecomed itself, so what is kind of the, the elements or the support that you are providing to Middle East Africa related to those changes in the regulation? Yeah, so um, uh, as, uh, as Mecomed, uh, we work really hand in hand with the regulators of the region and we engage in a lot of capacity building initiatives. Okay. The latest, for example, on the UMDR amendment. Yeah. So we published a paper on this amendment, raising awareness, explaining the impact of this amendment. We conducted a webinar with MedTech Europe to the okay. authorities, explaining as well in further details and addressing any questions on this amendment and we're collecting feedback and we're happy to see the authorities really issuing uh, specific uh, circulars and memos on how they will tackle the amendment and aligning the requirements in terms of documentation of what the EU Commission has proposed as supporting documents. So I believe uh, this uh, this link between really the international markets and sharing what's happening on the international market, sharing the expertise yep. of subject matter experts is really important as, as a role for MedTech Association in MIA. So I heard, uh, because we were at IMDRF in Berlin, so uh, there was also uh, a, a need from the countries to get the feedback or communication with the European Commission about the yeah. changes, about everything. So is it also the same feeling here? Yes, definitely, because as you know, uh, in many in many countries of the region, they rely on the EU documentation yeah. for submission, on the eventually IMDRF documentation. So it's important to see what's happening, what are the changes there, so they can adapt and plan and prepare accordingly how to to look at the, the the files that will be coming taking this into consideration so more IMDRF trend IMDRF meetings will be important I think exactly and I believe as you mentioned in the last IMDRF meeting there was a specific session for yeah. for the EU MDR amendment so they recognize the importance of uh, of the international impact of this overhaul of the of the regulatory framework so definitely it's very valuable for all for all stakeholders so uh, your conclusion or summary of today first day so on the Afri summit how was it uh, it was great uh, a lot uh, a lot to learn a lot of uh, new regulation coming and uh, it's good to see how these uh, authorities really are um, are, uh, are open to work together with industry with associations yeah. for the benefit of the patient and uh, of the access of medtech uh, to the region because here we don't have only the authorities we have also the manufacturers we have exactly consultants like me or this kind of thing so it's not just only for authorities it's really for a Definitely. bunch of people that yeah. Uh, I believe different stakeholders need to be need to be together on the same, uh, let's say, platform, uh, discussing best practice and uh, taking the medtech uh, forward. Okay, great, yeah. great. So it was really a pleasure. Thank you, Thank Rana. You, it's and always I hope great to see you in the region. Exactly, and I hope all what you are mentioning here is helping the people that are listening to understand this, and also for them to come uh, to this kind of event like Afri Summit to understand also what the other regions are needing. So thank Indeed. you very much. Thank you so much, Munir. Always a pleasure. You're welcome. Bye bye. Okay, thank you, Rana Shalhoub, for these, uh, these messages. Uh, so now I wanted also to interview the person that organized the Afri Summit because it was really a great idea and uh, I liked really the, the environment and everything that happened there. So uh, let's hear what uh, Dr. Mona Al-Musali has to say about Afri Summit. Hi, everyone. So I'm here with Dr. Mona Al-Musali, which is uh, mainly the organizer of this Afri Summit event and also uh, mainly the managing director and uh, co-founder of the PRA Consultancy. So uh, Dr. Mona, so thank you for inviting me also to be here oh, at the Afri pleasure. Summit. Thank you for coming. And uh, mainly uh, we have here this event that is happening. Um, it's really a great event. 
uh, gathering a lot of people. I think it was really exhausting maybe those four days because it's not medical device only, it's really also uh, pharmaceutical. There was also some pharmaceutical sessions before. Yes. So um, Afri Summit is a four days event. I don't say only it's an event, but it's a platform okay. where it gathers government, policymaker, regulator and the industry to get a better reshaping of uh, regulatory. Our uh, vision is to have more harmonization, reliance on the regulation in the region and to have a better uh, beautiful content, our beautiful content Africa. So uh, it is a two days of pharmaceutical, yeah. which is over. Today is our last day with the medical devices regulation. Uh, we have, we are blessed that we have a lot of authorities that they are really uh, have a mind lighting that this is an important thing and they are joining. They are also supporting us to do um, more conferences like this. So we have on board um, also associations yeah. like uh, Topra, Mikomed, Salda, uh, Samed, Medtech, Medtech, Medtech Europe. Yes, so a lot of people are on board with us and we are very happy to see that people really liking it. Uh, believe me that the event is from 9 to 6 p.m. Yeah. and people are staying till exactly. 6 p.m. I'm, I'm coming, usually I'm coming <laughs> at the end and I just see people chatting together, having yes. coffee or whatever. But yeah, it's, uh, we are not leaving the platform before 8 sometimes because of the networking it exactly. happens. Uh, people are happy to see not only uh, the government but the, also the industries from another um, uh, companies exactly and what is interesting is that <coughs> is that we have manufacturers with the governments of the yes. countries it can create also some connections it can also help the governments of the countries to understand what is the situation for some manufacturers yes. and to help and I, I see I, I hear a lot of this word reliance yes. because at the first time I heard that I said is it an English word that I don't yeah. understand the thing but no it's a program or it's a kind of a so reliance is <coughs> reliance is to rely on someone's inspection okay. and to get accepted. For example, if you know a month ago or three weeks ago, uh, Sudan has a reliance with the EDA. Mm -hmm. So if EDA is registering a product and Sudan will import that product directly and they will take the registration of that product. Uh, so having such kind of activity, it will reduce the time frame for people to get into the market and we will get the medicine as soon as possible exactly. for our patients. Um, it, it will affect. And it's what I like because we saw with, uh, for example, the European Union that we saw that it starts to be more administrative work, more things, yes. etc., which makes it a bit difficult where people are now starting even to move to FDA to say sure. Europe is, seems to be too difficult, let's go to FDA. And here what I heard from many countries is like, no, we are trying to make the life of the manufacturer easier to enter our country. We talked about Morocco, Egypt, and now we talked uh, with the, the Western African uh, organization also. And they are showing to us that, yeah, no, the objective is to make the life easy. We try to digitalize everything. We try to do all of the, those things. So and I was surprised that even the ministries people or the authorities people are very open to help the companies to exactly. come on board. Exactly. Uh, I was uh, very happy to get the Algerian authority yeah. because it's they were uh, we, we were having a barrier to understand more the regulation, especially that there is a part of it speaking English and a part of it speaking French. Exactly. So having them all in one platform and giving all the information in one go, it's really helpful. So uh, is it is it beneficial also? Would it be beneficial also for manufacturers from Europe? 
to participate to those kind of a free summit uh, if they have a plan or strategy their strategy is to come to the Middle East or to come to Africa yes it's one of the best platforms to understand the regulation and we in the uh, summit in Afri summit we don't only discuss the pure regulation of pharma or medical device we also get the market access regulation pricing everything so people who's attending is not only regulatory mm -hmm. but they are regulatory directors uh, commercials and they are some of them technical so so it has a one uh, hub with all information if you want to come to this region. It's one of the beneficial uh, workshops to attend. Great. So summit. actually it was four days. Uh, was there any plus or any, any surprises that you had during this, uh, this, uh, this event saying, oh, I didn't expect that or it was great to have that? Or, uh, I did not expect that the people are really uh, committed okay. to that extent. We regulators are committed, yeah. as you know. We have a regulation and exactly. list and tasks to go. Exactly. But still, I did not. Uh, I was telling my team, maybe people will not be on the last session the same number on the first session. But I was really surprised that on the last session, even people that have come in the morning, they are still there, and everyone was happy with the topics. So I think I think it's helping a lot also to understand because I saw a lot of presentation about each country saying yes. how you are uh, placing device on the market and there was a lot of questions from people how we can do this how we can do that how it's working so I saw Egypt that uh, as we are in Egypt here mm. in Cairo so mainly I saw the Egyptian uh, authorities that yesterday was there was a round table yes. there was a big crowd of people so what we usually <laughs> do because on the stage you have 10 minutes on yeah. the presentation or 15 minutes of presentation and then they have a Q and A questions but because we have more than 200 people in the room, no one can go with all these questions. So what we decided that the last 40 minutes or half an hour, we will do a round tables discussion with the authorities. Each authority will sit on one table. And if you are interested in that authority, you will go and ask your questions. I was also surprised that companies have four people, each, each one on one table. Exactly. And they are giving them the questions and answer. And also the government, thank you. They are really support, supportive and answering all the questions. No, it's great. And I uh, really recommend for anybody to come really thank to Africa. You, and uh, you said it uh, next year it will be again in Cairo. Hopefully. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. So we'll come back again to Cairo and really Cairo is a great city to visit. Yes, so don't hesitate to come here. And thank you for your support and thank you for coming. No we problem. always uh, would love to have people experts like you to give also your information and your data to people. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. For thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. See you next year. Okay. So thanks for all the people that accepted first to do these interviews. If you have never been to the Afri Summit, I think it's really a place to go if you are planning to, for example, market your devices in Middle East and Africa. Because yeah, you have a lot of people from uh, the authorities, from manufacturers, from services also, importers, distributors, etc. that can be helping you there. So don't hesitate. I hope next year maybe to go there. I hope I will also be there. Uh, because yeah, I think it was really a great, uh, great, uh, great event. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to send me a message at info, I-N-F-O, at easymedicaldevice.com. Info at easymedicaldevice.com. Okay, it was really a pleasure. And don't forget, next week we'll have the part two with more interviews. Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much.